The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. You're listening to the Underdog Sports NBA Show. With host Tyler Laurie and Zandrick Ellison. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Tune in every week as Tyler and Zan recap the biggest storylines and news in the NBA. Welcome to episode 264 of the Underdog Sports NBA show. I am Tyler Laurie and I'm joined as always by my co-host out in LA, Zandrick Ellison. Zan, how are you today? I'm good. We did our wins draft last week for the West. And this week is going to be the East. It's coming down to the wire. This is really important to me. I have my spreadsheet open. My upsides, hey, downsides, my formula. You think you, won last, formula. you think you won last week? Well, you know, you said I had a bad pick at Oklahoma City at 11. No, so no, I I, pretty good. Well, hold on. I actually liked that pick. I, I What I meant was that if we went on like their Bovada sports book over under, I thought that was a bad pick because right. you said that you thought they had number one upside. And like, I think they're going to struggle to win 45 games, but yeah, at 11, totally reasonable. We didn't really what? go crazy. Honestly. Well, this will be the East will be more interesting because the West had 11 teams of an over under on Bovada of over 43. And the West, the East is on the sort of the opposite. So there's a lot of upside downside here. It's a lot of landmines to get. Let's, let's get right into it. Let's see if you step on one of those landmines. All right. I am not going to go. Well, I guess it's kind of chalk. So Milwaukee and Boston um, have very similar over-unders. I've seen I've seen Boston up to 55 and a half. Uh, I've seen Milwaukee at 53 and a half, and I've not seen them at 55. I'm going to take the Oldsters. I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. I think that could be a little bit of a mistake in the sense that I do think Boston is going to like go into this season with like a massive chip on their shoulder. But I think there's more room for improvement with Milwaukee's roster than there is uh, with Boston. And I know we've talked a lot about these teams, so I won't belabor this. But I do feel like Dame, when healthy, is going to be an upgrade on Drew by a, a decent margin, in my opinion. And the more I've looked at it. So I am going Milwaukee first. You know, I would have gone Boston first just for the safety of them. Yeah, know, I, like I could they, see that. Six and a half um, plus minus last year in terms of per game. And I think they'll be a, a little better maybe this year, but at least in that range. Milwaukee made a good point, though. They won 58 games last year despite like not really having a healthy Chris Middleton even. So it's possible they, they just go crazy and win over 65 games. With like, like a- Giannis is doing this thing where he's like doing like a social media tour of like how hard he's working, which he's like never done before. And like I well, wonder... And also- don't you think there's a chance that we're going to see Giannis go like, remember when KD, like he was super likable, like everybody loved KD. And then there was a year in Oklahoma City where he just like made himself a villain and he won the MVP. <laughs> like, do you well, remember? What I'm that's talk- possible. I you do. And a chip on their shoulder. You rarely get a number one seed, 58 wins. Maybe the extended rest for Dame helps. Maybe the extended yeah. rest for Giannis helps. And the, having that breath of fresh air, Dame coming in like excited to be a one seed. He's never done that before and never like had the best team in the league. So we'll see what happens. But so I think that's the obvious one, two in some order. So you went yeah. Milwaukee, then I'll take Boston. And then it gets a little interesting. Oh man. I have just absolutely no idea what to do. I am going to take, I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
How does that sound to you? I mean, advanced stats wise, they're always a darling. They were like number two in SRS last year. They do have the third highest over under on Bovada for Eastern Conference teams. Some of that is to do, I think, with like the, you know, the uncertainty around Philly. But I mean, Cleveland's roster is, in my opinion, good, not great. I don't know that I think they won 51 games last year. There's no reason to think they should. On paper, they're not worse. They're better right. than last year. I think they're better than last year. So I, I think I would prefer to, you know, they added Max Struess. Like, that matters. They weren't super deep at a wing. Like, they added George Niang. That matters. So I, I, I'm i okay with it. I just, like, I don't know. You know what's funny? I saw a stat that it had uh, the most winning players per yeah, decade. I was going to bring was, that up in 2020. Okay. George's Niang. Yeah, Niang is number one. It was like LeBron, like Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. George's Niang. And I'm going to take it for a guy that used to have that effect, that Niang carrying them. But I think the Sixers are kind of undervalued right now. I don't disagree. 49.5 of Bovada. It's like, look, if if Jim Harden shows up and just like, you know, goes to the motions, they could win 50 games. Yeah, if they get like sixty cents on the dollar for him in a trade. They can win fifty games. Like I don't Agreed. see why they would fall apart. I mean, Embiid is still one of the five best players in the NBA. Maybe one of the three best, depending on how you want to structure your team. Uh, I did think I have heard that Harden has been very good. Uh, he's you know showed up in shape, like he's been working, but obviously he hasn't played in any sort of preseason games. And then. There was a report that like they're still working with the Clippers and he's only played in one of five on five practice, which isn't I, I won't say that like that's a super warning sign. There isn't a ton of like five on five full contact in training camp and things like that. Like it just doesn't happen all that often, especially for an older guy. But it's definitely a little bit concerning. Um, and there is like my thing with not taking the Sixers third is that I there is a concern of mine that like they just don't get it done. And then like game 13, James just decides like. All right, I'm not doing this anymore. And that doesn't matter. They still have Maxi. They still have Tobias Harris. They still have Embiid. This guy averaged I mean, 20 and 10 last year. That's true. And but he makes that. He's the only guy that makes their offense go outside of like just giving it to Embiid and letting him score. I think they're solid, and I think Nick Nurse will be an upgrade. That I agree with. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he will be. Like they're they're worse than last year, though. Right? I don't know. I think I think they. You know. They won 54 games last year, and I think they could have won more. They have nine centers on the roster, and their big <laughs> free agent signing was Patrick Beverly. Uh, I think they're fine. Dwayne Dedman, I guess. Pick. Get, get, focus on your fifth pick. Do you know who the sixth pick. highest paid player on the 76ers is? Um, Sixth highest. I don't know. Furkan Korkmaz? I don't know. Now he's seventh. That's a good guess, <laughs> and he doesn't play. But uh, it's Paul Reed. This is Embiid, Tobias, James Harden, P.J. Tucker, D'Anthony Melton. And they're not yeah. extending. I like, forgot about PJ Tucker. I, I'm not. A I mean, I'm not. Guy. Again, I'm not. You know, maybe Jaden Springer takes a step, but like this is PJ Tucker has become like the Luke. This is a inside Hollywood reference, like the Lucas Haas of like the NBA. Like he's a guy who's like buddies with DiCaprio, who always gets roles, and they always have to be in like DiCaprio projects. Like because PJ Tucker, flower not, <laughs> he. I don't know if he is. Let me look that one up. But PJ Tucker was like. Average like three points a game last year in 35 minutes. It's like there's no amount of defensive impact that's going to make up for that. Yeah, I uh, I've said this before, but like he's just not to me. Like he's just not a guy that uh, you need to rely on. 
Lucas Haas was not is not in Killers of Flamin. He was in Babylon. He was in Revenant. Um, a lot of good projects, but he's always like you'll you recognize his face. All right, this was kind of an interesting one. Uh, I think at five, there are a lot of teams in the East that I could see finishing fifth. So I'm just gonna go with the guy I think is the most talented here. I, I'm gonna pick Miami. Uh, I'm not super in love with this pick. I do think there are some clear issues with the Miami Heat. Uh, One being that Kyle Lowry is still expected to do quite a bit. Kevin Love is expected to do quite a bit. Jimmy Butler is really a a 50-game-a-season guy to get into the playoffs. But Caleb Martin showed some signs. Tyler Hero's back healthy. Nikola Jovic, I think, is a chance to be a good stretch guy. I like Jaime Jaquez. Josh Richardson's back. I, I think there's a chance that they're a 45-win team. They, they they sort of unearthed Duncan Robinson last year and were able to play him again. Hi, Haywood Highsmith is, like, kind of interesting. Now yeah. I'm looking, I mean, look, that, I'm looking that's at their awesome. roster, and I'm, like, sort of not happy. I just made this pick. but Well, I'm did, happy to trade it to you because I think just based on the value, making the finals, you'd have to take them here. They did go to the finals, yeah. So, all right, you get the uh, Yeah, I, I think the roster's worse. But, you know, an interesting note if you're, if you're betting on Bovada, like Eric Spolstra is considered the best coach in the league now. NBA one one of the best. I don't think he's considered well, NBA the best NBA GM coach. survey listed him as the best coach. That's pretty cool. Uh, never won coach of the year so far. So if, if he overachieves this year, I think it'll be his year. Speaking of good coaches who have won coach of the year, I'm not in love with Thibodeau and the, and the, I mean, the New York Knicks team in terms of the upside, they're sort of Sacramento ish in the they sense that maybe, maybe they overachieved and hit their ceiling, but I took Sacramento in the West for the same reason I'm taking New York here. It's just like, even if they come back to earth a little bit, I think they'll win, you know, 40 to 45 games. I don't see the, like the structure completely imploding. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, there's a chance they might be able to trade for like Mikel Bridges and just get, you know, the 2018 Nova Wildcats back on the court and they won <laughs> that the NCAA great. championship. So they'll definitely win the uh, NBA championship. I, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, the team is fine, right? Like they're just like fine. There are a couple teams I would have taken in front of the Knicks, probably just oh, because like, but like, there was know. one that I was strongly considering. I wonder if you're going to take them here. I don't think I am. I think I know. I don't know. We don't need to play this like, you know, <laughs> Princess Bride like leveling war. I, I just <laughs> one thing I will say about the Knicks is like, I just don't understand. Like, there's a lot of things about their roster that I don't get, but it's like they are they are doing the thing where it's like you're trying to win mm-hmm. 48 games, and and while there's nothing wrong with that. And again, Jalen Brunson has turned into so much better of an NBA player than I ever thought he would be. Even when he was already a good NBA player, he's still gotten better from that point. But like, they got to come off Julius Randle at some point, and they need to get an, a true like one A superstar. If you think Jalen Brunson's what good enough to be like a one B star, like you need Luka Doncic, right? Like, right. And, and, and even that didn't, that didn't work either. So it's like, and there is a little bit of a um, teeter totter to the Knicks where they overachieved and underachieved and overachieved and maybe this is down here like the regression to the mean because they are more of like an average team i think than a great team yeah um all right i'm gonna take i think there's really two teams you could pick here and i am going to pull the trigger on the toronto raptors a team that i have probably undersold multiple years in a row now this team was not very good last year and there is a chance there is a very distinct chance 
that they could not be good again this year early and then they could need to like tank but what i will say they lost fred van vliet i know that's bad i do think that they owe a bunch of like protected picks this year so there's no reason for them because of the yakapoido deal like there's no reason for them to just totally bottom out which is one of the things i like to do when i'm looking in the seventh to eighth range is like there's a distinct difference between a team that's like all right we're good winning 25 games and a team that's like, you know what, we can't do that because if we win 25 games, it doesn't make it, it doesn't do us any good, right? And so this team, I think they get Poitou for a full year. Pascal Siakam is very, very good. OG Ananubi has been very good. If they don't trade him, they might. I like Grady Dick. I think Jalen McDaniels is a good signing. I, I think that this team is probably 43 wins. And at seven, I would rather rely on a team that I think is a little bit deeper than probably the team that I think you'll take next. Interesting, because I'll tell you, I, I'm I'm surprised you took them. I, I had them lower on the board. I had them like mid range, you know, 400, 500 team. It's like Masai has so much street cred just from like his history and winning the title. I think if he was a new GM, he would be getting blasted for the moves he's made, not Maybe. trading for value for Van Vliet and Lowry, and then. Signing like Dennis Schroeder to a big contract, who's fine, but it's just like, He's what fine. are you doing? Chasing also, I, I don't know that they signed him to a big contract. Well, start, you know, a decent contract. It's like, I, I really think this team should have sort of soft tanked and, or not soft tanked, but like blown it up, tried to get Scoot Henderson at the time if they could have something. Um, this is just a team that has a lot of very good players. Like, and I understand that, like, if Schroeder is your starting point guard, like, you're not happy about that, but like, you're still looking at know. a team. They have a true all-NBA talent on their team. Scotty Barnes can play point guard. OG Ananubi is a very, very good player. And then they still have a bunch of, like, you know, your Gary Trent, Chris Boucher, Otto Porter, Thad Young, Christian Coloco. What do we know about him? Like, Grady Dick. Like, they have a lot of players. And they're big and long, too, which, like, you're a big fan of. Yeah, but, the, you know, I don't know if they all fit Scotty Barnes playing small forward. But I, I, I will know. say this. I'll let you pick your next team, and then I'll tell you. Uh, why it's wrong <laughs> no no i'll give you I'll, I'll give you some inside baseball on my draft strategy okay because i'll i'm very happy with this team i consider them even higher i think the atlanta hawks are going to have a good year 41 and 41 last year getting quinn snyder is a huge coaching upgrade for a full season i i think True. he won't play the same tired old style that nate mcmillan did i think he won't play the guys who are not productive the same way nate mcmillan always has um and we'll see how if he can improve their defense, like with scheme, you know. And so I think they have a chance to win forty-five games. I think the hate on Trey has gone too far because you know Trey Young. Everyone's like his defense is so bad it like dooms you. But Allen Iverson's teams were able to have a top-five defense. You know, little Isaiah Thomas and Boston's teams were able to have a top-five defense. Like you can figure out a way to make it work, and I think Quinn Snyder has that chance. Yeah, I think the Hawks are good. Um, the reason I picked Toronto where I did is because I wanted to get two of these teams. Uh, I, I wanted Toronto, and I, I think you're, you'll tell me that I could have gotten Toronto at this pick. But I think Brooklyn's really good. I actually would have taken Brooklyn in front of Atlanta. So getting Toronto and Brooklyn for me is a, what I consider to be a coup. Because I do think you would have... like I. It's not that I think Atlanta is bad. And I think they'll be fine. They have also good players. I think they... I don't know what they're going to do at the four spot. Like if Jalen Johnson is like the plan, like I'm not super excited about that. Sadiq Bay, I think is a good player, but like they still need to play DeAndre Hunter. I I am not confident that their defense will be really good. I do think Quinn Snyder is an excellent coach. 
And I think that given what we know about Quinn Snyder, I think that Atlanta should be a team that people look at Bovada and target their over for sure. But I don't think they're, I don't think they're as talented as Brooklyn. And I don't think they're as deep as Brooklyn. And now that, that not, not to say that like, like, I think they're, those teams are very similar in my opinion. But so I, I, I love the Brooklyn pick because yeah, they're chocked full of talent and it's all like talent that kind of fits together. If Ben Simmons can get back to form or even if Spencer did, yeah, by the way, have, have you noticed that like NBA social media is like in on Ben Simmons getting back to form? It's it's very odd. Like you can, you know, a lot of times like guys, like they're kind of like out of favor, right? And now all of a sudden we're seeing like fans talking to Ben Simmons. He's getting like his own player edits on like Instagram. And it's yeah. like, I he guess. He a breath of fresh air. I, I mean, just, maybe, yeah, you know, breath. Philly was toxic. Maybe the, the, this is what he needed. But I, I think if I was Dean Lillard, like I would have gone to Brooklyn. I'm like, I think the talent is there. I think the supporting cast is there and it all fits. And yeah, I, I think they could be a feel good story this year. And or yeah. maybe they trade for a star, you know, well, like you said. That's what I am not sure about with Brooklyn. Um, I, I I happen to like Brooklyn quite a bit in terms of like almost all of their metrics. Like I like I, I think they're a good over candidate for sure. But I, I do think like one of the things with Brooklyn that's going to be very interesting to me is kind of like what they decide to do with their roster. Like they have Spencer Dinwiddie, Mikel Bridges is their star, right? Like, is he good enough? Does my guy Cam Johnson, like does he, or not Cam Johnson, Cam Thomas, does he get to play, right? Like, do they have a center? Is Nick Claxton the answer? Can you move, like you said, can you trade for a star? And I don't know. It, it, it feels like this is a team that's, I feel like they'll finish like sixth, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think they're just a team that's going to win like 44 games. And everyone's like, oh, they're pretty good. And then they just get blasted in the first round of the playoffs. By well, and you, you even forget that they have like Dorian Finney-Smith and Royce O'Neal and Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson. These are all like very good 3 and D guys. Yeah. And they're just like that one star away from being like, I honestly think they could have been an NBA Finals contender with Lillard if they didn't have to trade maybe. away. Too yeah. Much. I mean, and they signed like Lonnie Walker, who like maybe he's better than we think. Like he was good in the playoffs. I don't know. But it's a, it's an interesting group for sure. Yeah, underrated. And I another team I think is a little underrated with my next pick. Like everyone gets excited. It's like fantasy football. You're excited for the exciting new rookie, even though he hasn't proven himself yet. You're doing a lot of projecting. And I think some of the younger teams are in that boat. Whereas the old, you know, Mike Evans goes late because everyone's seen him and they think he's in decline and he's not a star, but he's still solid. This uh, he's still this, starting. This I think the Chicago like a, Bulls yeah, are like the Bulls. Mike Evans right now. Like they're pretty good. They try hard, pretty good, well-coached. You know, they they were plus one in terms of point differential last year. I think they'll be a 500 team. I mean, they were beating they were beating Miami with like two minutes to go yeah. in the play-in game. Not that one game is indicative of anything. I don't really like Chicago very much. But like um, people like discount DeMar DeRozan, for example. But he's like, really good. Yeah, like what are the odds that Scotty Barnes ends up being having a better career than DeMar DeRozan? Man, it's low. It's got to be like two yeah. percent. Like it can't be much higher than that. Like these are guys that are already good, and they they they've already realized their potential, so they're not exciting anymore. Their momentum's not there. But I don't know. I think they're going to be solid unless they blow it up and win twenty games. I mean, it's well, possible. So this is what that's why. Like I don't. This is an interesting pick, right? And I do think I'll get into my thought process in a second. But like I I don't know. So they extended Nikola Vucevic, right? Zach Levine is somebody that I think other teams should be targeting, but like they extended Kobe White, they gave Jalen Carter 
or Javon Carter 20 million. They gave Io DeSunmu 20 million. So like they have signed guys to like that are good rotation players. Yeah. And I actually like, think Kobe White has gotten a lot better. But like they they it's not like they they like know they're not good enough to win a title, but it's also like they have a lot of guys that they could trade. Right. So I, but the, why would if they that was the plan they would have done it last year or last summer or but last, last summer didn't make sense because they didn't have a first round pick right because they sent their yeah, first round pick to true. Orlando right. this year kind of makes sense and so like if they start hot I think this is a great pick because I don't think they'll blow it up but like mm-hmm. if they start poorly I think they have worst team in the league upside absolutely that's it'll true. be hard but though, it, if, it's hard to trade all those pieces in, in midstream yeah and I do think that like to your point. You know, they have Vucevic, they have DeRozan, they have Zach Levine. If those guys play 60 games together, this team is going to be competitive. Yeah, Whether or I not agree. they're good, I don't know. They'll be in the playing range. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, next one. Ooh, there's really like two teams you could pick here, I think. Maybe there's three teams. I don't really, what do I think you're going to do is the big question. All right, I'm going to take Indiana. Um Man, I I really like Tyrese Halliburton. I don't know what they'll do with Buddy Heald. I think they will probably move Buddy Heald this year. The rest of their team is, like, relatively young, right? Like, you know, Miles Turner's 27, but Halliburton's 23. Matherin's 21. They did just sign Bruce Brown, so that makes me think that unless they have some sort of, like, amazing salary match for Bruce Brown to get a star, they're going to play Bruce Brown a lot. I really like Rick Carlisle. I, I think this team is trying to get better. Um, I don't think they want to win 35 games. Now they might win 35 games because they're just not that talented. I think they, I didn't really like picking Jairus Walker personally. Uh, I just think you need a little bit more offensive upside, but they did need size. They needed a four. Jalen Smith is probably an undersized five to me. They traded for Obi Toppin, which I kind of like. Like if they just play him as small ball five and get him out in transition a bunch with like Matherin and Halliburton, like I could see this being pretty good. And again, I, I do think Rick Carlisle is really good. And so I'm going to take stability here and just assume that they win like 33 to 41 games. And this is what the 10th pick or the 11th pick. The so, 11th pick. Yeah. yeah they're over under so 38. I, I think people they're are over like, under 38. Wow. Yeah. I, that's what I mean. Like people are getting a little too excited about. I might go to Bovada and bet again, bet the under on that. And I just picked them and said that I thought. Uh, yeah, was and a I like them too. That, but that's why their over under gets inflated because everyone likes you know Halliburton and the young pieces. It's just like they're really young still. I'm going to take another young team that you're probably considering. Orlando, their over under is also high, thirty seven and a half. But yeah, Paolo, that's a stone under for me, by the way. <laughs> but Paolo looks great in Team USA to me. Average 20 points as a rookie after, you know, he's a 20-year-old rookie. Can one of the guards step up? I don't know. Can they get any shooting? I don't know. This stat that I love for Orlando. When's the last time Orlando cracked the top 20 in offense? Not top 10, top 20 in offense. It was 2000. Oh, okay. I was going to go before that. I was going to go yeah. like the last bit of the Stan fan year. That was it. But yeah, it was yeah. 2011, 12, his last year. They haven't been in the top 20 since then. I'm and gonna, they don't really have the pieces to get there this year. But. I, mean, I was going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to unfortunately <laughs> tell you yeah. that I think that streak's going to continue. So, so I, I'll, I'll just give a little quick analysis here because so I was not going to take Orlando instead of Indiana. Like I was going to take Charlotte. And I, I thought like maybe because of the Miles Bridges news. Like, all right, whatever. But I do think Orlando is 
if I'm a Magic fan, I'm sure there's three Magic fans out there. I actually have a friend who is a Magic fan. He's the only one I know, so at least there's one. Um, they just have no shooting, like none. Yeah, you're right. you you have to. They're like the Lakers, but like way worse. And it's like maybe I, I do think Franz Wagner is a very good player, as you know. I think you know him and his brother and like Team Germany, like they're great. I think Paolo's a star. I, I you know that, but like. They're going to need Gary Harris to really make shots again. That doesn't seem like something to rely on. Joe Ingles is old and washed. Jet Howard, I thought that was an absurdly bad pick by their front office. Um, Jalen Suggs, are we ready to give up? Probably soon, right? Cole Anthony seems like reasonable, which is surprising. But Fultz, like, it's probably over. I I just, like, this roster seems... It's you're right. I mean, and you're taking Charlotte. You're saying at 13. Yeah, I'm going to take Charlotte at 13. Maybe, maybe Caleb Houston will make shots this year. Actually. But I'll that, tell you something about Charlotte, not to step on your Charlotte. I had I took it I'm, at 13. Like, no, but I ranked I ranked by, you know, I have it listed by over under. So I wasn't even thinking Charlotte because their over under is 31 and a half. Yeah, this is a stone over for me. Really? I, I, I'm like, it boggled my mind. I didn't even think of them because they're so low on the over under. But I think oh. you're right. I think they should be higher than Indiana and Washington. And Orlando on over under. I'm telling think, you, this is this is free money on Bovada, in my opinion. Like, yeah, and, they're and, closer to 40 wins than 30 wins. So let's talk about Charlotte, like for a quick second, in terms of like yeah. why I feel like they're a lot better. Like, they had some really bad like injury luck, in my opinion, last year. They won 27 games last year, right? You're saying the injury luck was that this girl got injuries and Miles Bridges couldn't play, and she could have toughed oh, it out. Right. We're not going to be able saying? to do this. We're not going to be able to do any podcasts anymore. Okay, they won 27 games last year. LaMelo played in 36 games. Like, let's just say you get 65 games from him. That's a huge increase. Cody Martin, seven games. Not a, not like a super valuable guy, but like a, a NBA player. Miles Bridges, when I knew that we were doing this, I jotted down Charlotte as a team where I was like, oh, they get Miles Bridges back. This is going to be great. Don't have any idea if that's going to happen. He may actually miss the entire year again. So, no clue. But like. Brandon Miller is probably not going to be the worst player in the NBA. Maybe he is. I don't know. They have Mark Williams, who I think they're going to play yeah. a lot more, which I really appreciate. Like, even if Bridges doesn't play a game this year, we're still looking at LaMelo, uh, La Terry Rozier, Brandon Miller, PJ Washington, and then Mark Williams as a five. Like, that team is not good enough to like compete in the playoffs, but that team is that starting five is a competent enough starting five in the NBA to compete for 35 wins. Right? I, I totally agree. I, I missed. I'm not even talking about Gordon Hayward because I don't even know what that guy's doing, but if he's locked well, in and Steve, wants to get traded, like Steve Clifford called it the most talented team I think he's ever coached. And um, it might be more of an indictment on Steve. <laughs> <coaching career than, laughs> but I, I like this as a miss on mine. I shouldn't have lit, ranked by over-unders because I think, yeah, I think they're more in this char- Chicago, Toronto playing range than yeah. with these bottom feeders. And like, let's say Miles pick. Bridges does play. Like, don't get me wrong. That doesn't make them a 45 win team to me. But like their ceiling in terms of the players they have, if Miles Bridges plays well, and also the Lamella thing, you, you reiterate that. He missed half the season last year. That's their yeah. best player. And he's you know? a really good. They just gave him $245 million. Like, say what you will about Lamello, And I, I think there's, a, you know, the, the Ball family is now sort of out of the public eye, but there's still a lot there to, to look into. I mean, he's a good NBA player. And so, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm kind of bullish on the Hornets. No, like, yeah, I, was I gonna, love that. That like, was, was, that take, was your best pick. Oh, okay. Um, I'm telling you, wait for this Toronto thing. Like, I think Toronto's (laughs) going to be pretty good. 
That was your worst pick, just only because you could have gotten them later. No, I think, what, honestly, I have picks that I don't like. Maybe we'll go over them once the season starts. Because the season <laughs> will start. Market. So obviously, like, it's Monday today when this airs, but the season starts the 24th. So we'll have lots of takes by next week, basically yeah. about how dumb we both are. But Well, and then the last pick, you know, Washington has the lowest over-under on the board of all teams, 24 and a half. I don't think they're that bad. I think there's I mean, they're bad. Veteran. They're bad. And maybe Jordan Poole, you said, averages 35 points a game. Who knows? Detroit was so bad last year. <laughs> They're still bad. They've won 17 games last year. They're still so young. But I don't know. I mean, Kincaid do a little better. Yeah, they got no I think the will is there in Detroit to be better than Washington's will right now. Yeah. So I'm going to take Detroit. I appreciate you doing that just because I wanted the Wizards, like not not because I think they're going to be good. I, I think they should try to be the worst team in the league. And unfortunately, like this year, the worst team in the league doesn't even get you like you don't even yeah, get like seriously. Anthony Edwards. You know what I mean? Like there's not a and, and this could be like the worst number one pick in a long time. Maybe Kate. I don't know. But I, I think Detroit, like they just have a bad roster and, you know, they have players that you should want to play. Right. Like they, they want to play Kate Cunningham. They should want to play. Um, Asar Thompson, they should want to play uh, Jaden Ivey, they should want to play Jalen Duran, who looks like he actually could be like a legitimate starting center, and instead this is like, this would be like if you ran an NBA team, Zan hmm. they've got oh. like Marvin Bagley, they've got James Wiseman, they're trying to play them together they're giving Bagley minutes at the four and it's like, you know, how dare you but the one thing I will say <laughs> to compliment them is it's sort of like Houston like they don't have as much talent as Houston no, no, way worse. way worse but like adding veterans to like yeah, they got, the adults in the room and instead of overpaying yeah instead of overpaying monte harris morris joe harris let's throw in alec burke they brought Bo- back bojan bogdanovich like yeah. it's not the worst roster of all time but it's but, it's a bad yeah. roster it's just young and and they don't really shoot well the no, guards and they there's don't no together. shooting except for bogdanovich all right let's go to the wizards really quickly um last bit in the wizards i mean they're terrible they're they're so bad. I do think Jordan Poole. And I don't Kyle, think they're that bad. Like Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole could be like kind of interesting. They do have Tyus Jones. They got Landry Shamit. They got Delon Wright. They have I just Danilo love Gallinari. They have two of, did, did you Tyus know they have Jones, Gallinari? Well, if he plays, Tyus Jones and Delon Wright are two of my favorite players in the NBA. But the thing that scares you right away on ESPN, I don't know if it's accurate. Listed as starting small forward, Bilal Koulibaly, who I don't. I mean, think he's not going to be a starting small forward for them, but like. <laughs> They have a bunch of guys. It's like, all right, Johnny Davis, probably a bust. Corey Kispert, maybe a third forward. Denny Abdia, like, probably a bust. Good defender, can handle the ball. What do you do with him? You know, like, I, I yeah. mean, Koulibaly's not going to be ready. He could be a star. He's got a lot of tools. You know, they traded for Ryan Rollins from Golden State. He could be okay. Patrick Baldwin, but, I think they have as well now, too. But I think like, more than any team, this front office just seems like, hey, we want to lose. We got a tank. We're, we're, we're years late on trading Brad Beal. We got... 12 yeah. cents on the dollar, but it's time now. It's time to blow it up. So I'm excited to watch Jordan Poole and Kuzma shoot 60 times a game. And uh, I'm going to be okay with that. So I think we will wrap there. Uh, we will go over. So the the order of this one, I have Milwaukee. You took Boston. I took Cleveland. You took Philly. I took Miami. You took the Knicks. I took Toronto. You took the Hawks. I took Brooklyn. You took Chicago. I took Indiana. You took Orlando. I got the Charlotte Hornets, the sleeper of the draft, the Sacramento Kings of last year. Uh, you took Detroit, and I have Washington. So I feel pretty good. I think we yeah. did a little bit more chalk this year than we've done in years past, to be honest. Well, I think 
I think it's easier to go chalk in the East just because it seems like there's more separation. Yeah, the West is tough. The West is like they're all just so thirteen teams together. can get the one seat you said last yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> eleven I said, and I take it down to like nine or ten, but that's still a crazy amount. In um, the East, I would say it's only like three, maybe four. I don't even. It's got it's two, isn't it? Maybe like, it's how, just two. It's got to be Milwaukee and Boston. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe Cleveland is a lot better than we think. Well, Boston. Worst case, Boston wins what fifty two fifty games. games. Yeah, yeah. I, I I could see like. I could see like betting against one of Milwaukee and Boston just to go under on Bovada, but like I just don't. Those teams are really good as long as everyone stays healthy. Like I just can't see a scenario where those two teams don't finish one two. I I, I don't know. Maybe Cleveland wins fifty five games, and it's like, but the bottom is probably the bottom's just not as bad as it's been, right? Like it's bad, but it's not like. Well, and it's interesting that right now we'll we'll talk more about the draft as the weeks go on, but as we mentioned, like. It doesn't look like any superstars in the draft. And so I don't think we'll have a tank like last year. And I don't think we had enough of a tank last year, to be honest. So I believe what last year, this is my last question and and then we'll sign off so people can go decide what NBA games they want to watch. So last year, Detroit won 17 games. One team won. won, uh, I think that was too many. Honestly, if I, regardless of Victor, Victor, Chet, anyone, Scoot Henderson, even like, if I was a bottom team, like I wouldn't even show up to the games. You have to show up. You get in trouble if you don't. But oh, I'm saying, do, do you think a team? Do you think anyone will win less than 20 games in the NBA this year? No, I don't think so. I think I the lowest so will be like 22, like, 23. Like maybe Washington wants to win 20, but like there are Port- Portland. I think is the the clear favorite to be the number one pick right now. Like and I don't it's even also think- like a game of chicken where it's like you don't have to win five games you just have to win the fewest games the fewest so games yeah if somebody else is winning 21 i'll win 20 you know it's like price is right yeah you can right. sign kelgen blevins with like three weeks to go in the yeah. season if you need to lose like 15 games in a row right sorry kelgen we love you here on uh underdog sports nba show all right he is Xandric ellison you can follow him on twitter and reddit at zan underscore ellison you can email the show Xandric ellison at gmail.com nba season starts tomorrow the 24th um can't wait uh and we'll have a lot of takes for next week as always Zan. Take a lot of overreactions next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Underdog Sports NBA Show with your hosts, Tyler Laurie and Zandrick Ellison. Tune in next week for more NBA storylines and news.